This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Welcome. Everything is fine. This is a Good Place Podcast, brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We are the Nerdy Boys. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello, guys. Hey Hello. And this is Everything is Fine, a Good Place Podcast. We are a podcast dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. As you know, one of our episodes coincides with one of their episodes, but we're caught up now. What? We did it. We finally did it. It's this here. Is, it's happening. This is the season three premiere episode. The Good Place people went and dropped the double episode on us, so we're dropping a double episode on you, but we're going to do it like they did it. Just meld it into one big double episode blob. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, Somewhere in the we'll, middle, we're going to... We'll fly a banner, we'll say something. it's something sure. different, I don't know, but we're just doing it, we're going for it. This is us. Guys, the Facebook discussion group is now blowing up. We've got predictions like crazy, we got people talking, people are joining left and right. If you're not in on that fun, you need to be. So go to Facebook, any way that you see fit, computer, phone, uh, Morse code, tapper, however you navigate to Facebook, go there and search everything is fine, and you will find us. You can also find us on other social medias. We are on Instagram at Everything is Fine Podcast. We are Nerdy Things Pod Production. So you can go to www.nerdythingspod.com or at Nerdy Things Pod on pretty much any social media. One announcement for our Maximum Derricks in regards to the discussion group. What we're going to do going forward to avoid spoilers is this. Because... No matter how you tag it or how well you space it, there's always the chance someone's going to see a spoiler. And we don't all watch like Thursday night or Friday morning. And I'd hate for people to have to avoid the group for a few days. So Jules is going to pin a thread every Thursday called Spoiler Discussion. And you just, anything spoiler related, post it in there. If it's back talk about previous episodes or other unrelated things, put it in the main page. But use the spoiler episode starting Thursday through when our episode airs on Monday. If you haven't watched the episode by Monday, we have no sympathy for you. So Thursday <laughs> through Monday, use the spoiler thing. And then after that, go ahead and, and, and post away as normal until the next Thursday, which, you know, wash and rinse, repeat the same thing. Hold it. So, there you go. so cool that's, beans. that's, that's our show maintenance. Uh, let's, let's get it started by calling back to not last week, not, but last season. So Michael, oh, man, and Janet get together and they're trying to kind of um, figure out, essentially they're trying to figure out what the special sauce is. These four humans get together and every iteration they've had, something seems to go right or Eleanor figures out the big thing, whatever it is. And they're trying to figure out the secret sauce. And I think that they believe it's Eleanor and Chidi getting together. Do you guys agree or do you think that there's something else afoot here that's the special sauce? If we're going into this episode where, spoiler alert, they're trying to get all four humans together, what what do you think is the secret ingredient that makes them so successful as a quad? I think it's Janet. <laughs> I think it is. She knows I mean, everything. Honestly, well, ever since you said special sauce, now the only thing I can think of, and my brain is shouting this at me, is to all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Yeah. So the two all beef patties would have to be Cheedy and Jason. Uh, the, <laughs> why? Well, what? Because they're the they beef cakes. Because they're right? the beef cakes. Okay. So the lettuce would have to be Tahani. The cheese has to be Eleanor. Yeah, that's true. Right? Okay. And you got onions... I'd say that's probably Sean. Pickles has got to be Michael because he's just enamored with Michael's everything. Michael's not the bun that holds it all together? Thing. No, I don't think it that, is. Isn't that Janet? Or do we already say Janet? No, Janet's the special sauce. No, Janet's the special sauce. So what's the bun? Yeah. Okay. I think it has to be the judge. Jen's the bun? She's a burrito. Oh, yeah. cool. that's, that's true. Yeah, I called out for like two seconds and then Kevin just went with this whole burger thing and I was just like letting y'all go on, but I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. So <laughs> I just think that they're all kind of just 
polar opposites when it matters the most. I mean, we have every we have a Chidi who can't make a decision. Eleanor makes really bad decisions all the time. We have uh, some not very smart people, some pretty smart people. <laughs> I think they're just all on opposite ends of whatever spectrum, and they balance each other out somehow to make it so that they're all better people. I don't know. So it's the synergy. It's the synergy of the group. They're just the right <laughs> mix of people. Right. They create the special sauce oh. by their powers combined. So if the special sauce is really just like mayonnaise, ketchup, and Thousand Island dressing, each one of them is, is one of those components. Whoa. Okay. You've just blown my mind. Hey, I'm, that, a, I'm a mind blower. What about ranch, though? Ranch is good. Jules, we have See, a review. I'm still lost. I don't know. I'm still lost on this burger analogy. Um, <laughs> we got a bunch of new uh, reviews, yeah, actually, but Jules is going to read one now. So we have a lot of reviews here. And if you can't do all that stuff that Tim had said before, if you don't want to follow us, if you don't know whatever, if you don't have a Facebook or whatever, you can go ahead and leave us an iTunes review or a review anywhere you are listening to this podcast, because that would help us out a lot. It gets us more people listening, gets some more Maximum Derricks in the group, and uh, people talking about the show, and that's always appreciated. So I want to read this one by Leslie Kowalski, who is a Maximum Derek in the uh, Facebook discussion group, and she gave us a five-star review. She said, so happy you're not basic. She said, after watching both seasons, I was in withdrawal. Then I thought, there must be a podcast. Well, it turns out there are many, so I tried them all. Yours is perfect, entertaining, informative, and I love the ideas that one of you hasn't seen the whole thing yet. You somehow give info without giving anything away. Great skill. I will be listening through all your episodes. Thanks for creating this fantastic show. So thanks, Leslie. And then we have a bunch of them that we're going to read at the end of the show. But we do love our iTunes reviews and appreciate them. That's great. Yeah. And there's something else, too. We got some merch that's going to be coming out. As soon as you listen to this podcast, um, there's going to be a max. What what was it? Big Derek Energy. Big Derek Energy. If you want that on a shirt, uh, go to nerdythingspod.com. Click the merch tab and it'll be there. And um, yeah, it's going to be a link in the podcast notes. Go check that out. Right on. Right on. I look forward to that. Yeah, we had a lot of positive uh, stuff this week, guys, from the Facebook group. It's like we, we got all this congratulatory stuff for finishing our quest and for catching up to season three. And some of the remarks were like tear worthy, you know, hashtag crime. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag Maximum Derricks. Uh, we were feeling a lot of love. And you know what? We love you guys. So thank you. Thank you to those of, of you who consider yourself fans. We are humbled by your Maximum Derrickness. <laughs> So, we're going to change up the format a little bit, guys. We are not doing a news segment anymore because now there will be predictions. So, at the end of the episode, we're going to give some, you know, some predictions for the next week or for things going forward. So, we're skipping the news. And you know what that means? It just gets you quicker, even quicker to the reason why you all come here in the first place. And it's not our pretty faces. It's the out of context quotes of the week. And this is a double whammy of out of context quotes of the week. And man, were there some good ones. So, Jules, kick it off. All right. It's not about who you know. Enlightenment comes from within. The Dalai Lama texted me that. (laughs) Um, And this one's a quote, but it wasn't said. But it's still really funny. This book is so brilliant, I've decided to quit writing because I'll never top it. And that was by Malcolm Gladwell. Fun. <laughs> Good old Malcolm. <laughs> well, well, my year started about a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> and my last one. We are going to eat, breathe, and vape dance. I love that one. <laughs> They were the worst. I'm so glad we finally got to see the 60 person or as it turned out, 30 or 40 person dance crew because they were simultaneously the best and the worst. They were so Jason. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like every one of them was just Jason. <laughs> it was Jason 60 he times. Fits right in. All right. So my turn. I, I usually only drink decaf antimatter. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, 
Our biggest exports are racist sheriffs and HPV. <laughs> <laughs> I've made my decision. I want to start crying. <laughs> oh man. Uh, let me see. Toit! That's what's up. You gotta shed that, right? <laughs> I wanted to quote some of that, but I was like, I don't know how to even say that. Right? Nope. So much of that was just gibberish. Right? Oh, my God. And then the last one I'm going to give you is just Google crystals that prevent erectile dysfunction. <laughs> All right. New tab. Google. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, God. I'm going to sit in a front facing seat. No, no, a side facing seat. I'm going to get so motion sick. Oh my god. I saw a place that was both a Pizza Hut and a Taco Bell. The mind reels. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and then the ligaments in my legs snapped like a violin strings. And then my feet flung back and hit me in the face and gave me a concussion. Yikes. No. What's the maximum oh, number God. of books I can check out? Is it 12,000? Yes, Chidi. It is 12,000. 12, Whenever someone did you tells know? me a story about their life, I imagine all of the people being really, really hot. Otherwise, I quickly lose interest. Do you not do that? You can do that. It's free, you know. It's free. <laughs> That's oh. so good. Can I get out now? No, it'll ruin the science. <laughs> Ruins. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you three more. One, <laughs> shut up, Glenn. <laughs> Two, we would be honored AF. And yes, Klausnerphobic? Who would be afraid of Santa Claus? Oh, the Jewish. Oh and that goodness. has been oh. out of context quotes of the week. And if I it wasn't really possible to offend someone who just didn't know. The name of this episode absolutely should be, ooh, the Jewish. That's literally the ooh. words right out of my mouth. Yes, Tim. <laughs> I was going to say, I wish there was a way. But if it came up on a search, it just probably wouldn't do well for us. But yeah, that has been Out not. of Context Quotes of the Week. It was awesome. That means Kevin has the, I don't know, unenviable job of having to synopsize this episode. So let's let's hear it. Huge episode. Oh, it's a huge episode, but because of that and because of how much is going on, I have to keep this quick. All right. I, I really do, because otherwise I would get so lost in a tangent. <laughs> All right. The gang is alive again. Michael can't stop interfering with their lives. Cheaty still can't make a decision about literally anything. Jason becomes increasingly desperate to win a dance battle. Tahani spirals into nothingness, then fame for the wrong reasons. While Michael keeps trying to get the gang back together. Uh, f after a while, Sean and his demons find out what's going on and send Trevor to play nice. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yes. This was a big one. There was a lot going on, but it starts with Michael opening this door into this pitch black, like, I don't know, bridge. It was like a dock. I couldn't quite tell Ooh, what it was. Right? It was like super. What from, a great way to open yeah, it! Yeah, it was like from the Truman Show. That's the sh I got some Truman Show vibes from that. Right, like the edge of the true. world just kind of opened it. I was like, oh, cool. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's a good point. So Michael gets out there. He gets to the end of the bridge, and there is Michael Malley, the doorman. Did we ever learn his name? I just I've just been calling him Michael Malley, the doorman. He's just the the doorman. Yeah, the doorman. Yeah. He has a so, thing for frogs. Yep. He just points at his name tag. He's the doorman. <laughs> And he gets the stamp because Judge Jen has given him the ability to go back to Earth and save these people. So we're we're in a different timeline. And I know we don't want to discuss that because that will drive Kevin over the over a cliff. Oh no, I want to oh, discuss no. that because I think that's amazing. This works for me a hundred percent. Okay. All right. For so those of you who don't know who who haven't listened to Nerdy Things podcast, Kevin has a real big thing with time travel. He's very particular about time travel. And while I don't know that this is time travel per se, it, it delves into that realm. So, yeah, Kevin, go do your thing. <laughs> well, Michael specifically said, like, I know this is going to cause a lot of headache. and We're going to have to reconcile some stuff because it's a new timeline. And, and then he really just kind of goes, eh. 
and doesn't get into the specifics of it. Smart. That's all I yeah, need. He's fine. That's all I yeah, ever need. Kevin's fine with it. As long as they acknowledge that this is going to be a whole thing. All right. Yep. <laughs> nope. This erases so many of my questions about this show. This episode did a lot of that, but this one specifically, I, I now no longer care how long it's been for them in the afterlife because time doesn't have to move at the same rate or at all or anything. They can do whatever they want. They can go wherever they want. And they've just proven that. I love it. I mean, well, essentially yeah. in the afterlife, they're, you know, gods, so to speak. And they're infinite. And if you're infinite, there is really no time. Right. So, yeah, it's only the Earth timeline that they have to worry about. And like you said, they just basically say, well, yeah, we don't have to worry about that. And, so, and, right. But we don't know that until they've proven it to us. Right. And this episode did right. that. And so another that's timeline sort of thing is they all, it is confirmed now, they are all living at the same time. They all had that same yep. death experience pretty yep. much at the same time maybe yep. to the day maybe to the exact minute probably not because michael had to go to all the different places he but had to take a bus he had to take a bus so that takes like a day to figure that out um <laughs> but yeah they're all in the relative same time span that they all died had this experience and i was like okay that's putting a pin in this that's that was interesting that right. they finally did that because he goes through the door and essentially he does all of his whole thing, saves all four people. And I love how he's dressed as someone who would appeal to them as he's saving them. Like each one of those individual people that he represents when he's saving their life is someone that that person would want to talk to. It's very interesting, especially the long hair uh, look that he had at one point in the club. Anyways, the, uh, I mean, wait, who wears all black in a ponytail? Like that's just right hair. <laughs> that's weird to me. Uh, it's it's a little odd. Yeah, who does that? Um, <laughs> but one thing I noticed in this scene is so he he you know gets Michael Malley. Oh, I just like frogs. I'm going in, and he's about to take the key. And Michael Malley makes a real big deal about that key that the key can't be duplicated. They made way too big a deal about that key for that not to come in You're play right. later. I haven't quite gotten a grasp on how I think it's going to come into play, but I know it's going to. There's no way that they'd make that big a deal about it not being duplicatable. I think I just said that. And then not come back to it later. You, I mean, you said it, but that's not how it's pronounced. <laughs> but you did say it, and I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. No, Tim, it says do not duplicate on it. Come on, man. That's it. It just right. can't be done. Sure. Just follow instructions. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Michael Michael comes back and he's so crazy that he saw a Pizza Hut and a Taco Bell. Uh, so, Michael, <laughs> Michael recounts his goings on on Earth, including his finding a gumball machine, but not eating the gumball. Uh, meanwhile, the humans are struggling at this point. At, at this juncture, when, when uh, Janet and Michael are looking at it, uh, the humans are struggling and we see that with uh, with Jason proposing because we did and we talked about this. I love that this happened because remember we said, does Jason just propose to everybody? Yes. Pretty he much. He proposed yeah. to the police Apparently. officer that was arresting him and he thought her name was Kay. Oh, oh. <laughs> she'll, she'll get half of the oh. stuff that he stole, though. It's It's a <laughs> yeah. win for her. He's just looking out for uh, he, he just admitted to stealing all this stuff. <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. Oh, but geez. so so here's what I noticed in, in Michael and Janet talking back and forth. Janet's being very un-Janet. Don't you agree? Yeah. Well, I mean, she, I don't know. She seems really human. <laughs> right. Especially that, in that's those what interactions. I yeah. It's just like a lot more human than... Maybe what we remember, but then again, that was like last week that we just saw the episode. So, oh, it was so long ago. But honestly, like even last week, they had that whole long conversation where she was more than a Janet. She's no longer a Janet. Right. She's now something else. I I think that this is just that natural progression of it. Sure. I mean, next you're going to tell me that you don't think that, you know, Jason's. Uh, the same guy because he's so swole now because the actor was working out in between. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying it as, as it's like a bad thing. It's just an interesting progression to note that she's definitely behaving in a more human way. But at the same time, she also pulls random bits of information out of thin air, as you would expect a Janet to do. Yeah. So, yeah, this is cool. Anyways, 
So Michael uh, charmed the doorman into getting back onto Earth with antimatter, though the guy prefers decaf. Um, Eleanor finds her way to Chidi, and we find out why he speaks English. I'm still not convinced with that explanation, but I'm I'm going to get over it. Um, but they did do it. They did it. <laughs> they gave us an explanation. Finally, they acknowledged like, it. They they mentioned yeah. his other language. He speaks like five of them. But again, still no, because no he accent. couldn't make a decision. No yeah, that, is that why he speaks so many languages? Yeah, he couldn't figure out which one he wanted to speak. <laughs> I mean, Latin in case it it's came cheaty. back. Yeah, I mean, you never know. <laughs> I totally didn't even think about that. But yeah, they gave him a course syllabus and like, well, you can take you know any one of these three. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take all of them. <laughs> Just learn every- and then two others yeah, yeah. exactly that's <laughs> uh, funny um <laughs> and so they're kind of talking back and forth and and uh they they list some accomplishments and eleanor brags about a kardashian cri- quiz chidi congratulates her to which she replies thank you and is very sincere about it <laughs> <laughs> even though she cheated yeah, on she it. cheated right, on a few of those, right. yeah. but she asks him if she, if he can be her, you know, guide, her, her moral guide, she was trying to be good, wasn't working out the way she wanted to. And she feels like she needs him specifically. And I love that he said yes. So definitively, there was definitely yeah. the decision making cheaty right there on display. Yeah. I would have thought a little bit more about him making the decision, but he later then says that it was because of the librarian told him to say yes to the next thing that happened. So I don't know if it's fully cheaty making the decision or him just wanting to fix himself right. a lot more. Yeah, Right. And that's what we get into here. So Eleanor asks uh, Cheaty, you know, why he would just agree to help some hot rando off the street. And he recounts <laughs> his whole journey, starting with the fact that the AC almost fell on him. And his conclusion, because he couldn't make a decision, and his conclusion from that event was that he needs to stop using air conditioning because it's bad for the environment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Well, I mean, yeah, it's cheaty. So, yes, that's going to be his answer. But his friend says he needs to fix his brain, which leads him to go meet the brain teacher. And that's what I'm calling her, the brain teacher. What was her... the? Brain teacher. Uh, Simone. Her name is Simone, Simone. But I like to call her brain teacher. But yeah, so uh, he he's like, I want to get my brain tested. And so whose theory was it that that Simone was uh is actually Judge Jen? Do you remember who it was? Uh, let me let me get that. Um Guys, if I don't remember who says something on the discussion group, don't be offended. I am so bad with names, it's really awful. But uh, Natalie, so, yeah, Natalie, Natalie was like was. Okay. uh let me read this right here. Spoiler. She says she loves Simone and she likes her for Chidi. And I, I do genuinely like her for Chidi as well. Um, and she said, and I totally think she is Jen, the judge. Do you, hmm. you want to get into that a little bit? Because I, I don't know if she gave some reasons in the discussion group. So if you want to go check out like the full thing and there was some conversation about it, everything is fine on Facebook in the discussion group. But I don't know if she would do that. Maybe, you know, I I can see a reasoning where like, oh, she thinks it's fun. She wants to check it out firsthand because this never happens. This never happened before. But I don't know if she would let that slide, let Michael slide that whole way. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting because I'm not sure. Like you said, I'm not sure that Jen would do it. And I'm, I can't see a way in the plot that that would fit. But the personality is strikingly similar. Like her sarcasm, the way that she messes with him, just the cadence. And, and it might just be because it's the same writers writing a similar character. But the voice is definitely similar enough that I'm kind of intrigued by the idea. Like I, at, When I first read it, I kind of dismissed it. And then watched the, watching the episode again, I'm like, huh. I'm not opposed to entertaining this idea. <laughs> sure. I don't think it's the case, but I'm not opposed to entertaining it. So, yeah, it was an interesting thought, I I, I think. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting because we don't see her. She's off watching Mark ha- Harmon uh, <laughs> alone, which is weird enough as it is. So it, it's possible. Like, I hadn't thought of it, but it's certainly possible. I was expecting her to say that she was watching CSI 
instead and then she mentions uh ted danson's character like oh he's a total hottie or something that's why i looked up ncas i was like wait is that the one that ted dancing was on no so no. that's Ooh. exactly what happened when watching the episode and i turned to my wife i'm like ncis is not the one that ted danson was on right because they're all the same show to me she's like no that was csi we did the whole thing it was it was me being me with the whole crime investigative crime drama whatever procedural crime drama um, anyways, so they go and measure Chidi's brain, and this is so cool to him because he sees actual data and real answers. And I love how this piques his interest because everything he does is theoretical, and this is definitive. And it really, like, instantaneously, it sparks something in him, which is super cool. It's almost like he never knew what science was. Like he's never, <laughs> never heard of it. I just can't. I just can't imagine someone who spent so much time with moral philosophy being all that excited about data. It's really like he's just never knew that such a thing existed. He probably just like immersed himself in moral philosophy so much that he just shut off so much of the other disciplines surrounding him. He was just so engulfed in the theory of it. I can so was, totally see Chidi being that way, you know? He was too busy taking all those language classes that uh, <laughs> he just didn't take a science class. True That's what story. that was. <laughs> he should have. So but they, he... Yeah, like them two as a couple, they're so opposite and she's so fun. Uh, Chidi needs some fun in his life, I think. Right. That's what he needs. That's why I don't think it's Jen. I think it's just, I think it's what he needs. Well, he got, and he got that from Eleanor a lot too, because Eleanor was very opposite of him and she would mess with him. And, and it's, it's but not the same, the but it's fun. the same. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. This is more altruistic uh, fun. Yeah. So as a result of that experience, he becomes very decisive and that prompts that famous speech that Eleanor ended up seeing. And, the next thing that we see, though, is that he gives some bad advice, what turns out to be bad advice, to Henry, the boot friend. And that's not cool. <laughs> Were the boots in the room, in the in the hospital bed? I couldn't find them. I don't think uh, I saw them. No, no, there was no boots there. And now, yeah. that's my guess, is he was wearing the boots while he was doing the bench press or the leg press. That's why he gave himself the concussion with the steel toe. Right, uh, I don't think that's what they were going for, but that is now canon. So, that so the heel like slipped off the bottom of the plate, and that's what caused his leg to beg back the other way, and then it just <laughs> all the whole thing happened, and um, yeah, so that causes a spiral in Chidi where he can't even decide about blueberry muffins anymore because supposedly those are bad for you or bad for people. I don't know, and he's spiraling. And speaking of bad Australian accents. He's trying to check out 12,000 books and he meets this real friendly librarian who does a spot on <laughs> Australian accent, mate. <laughs> oh, God. I just remember Tim listens to this. One of our Australian listeners. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Oh, God. <laughs> Boy. How bad. And I, I was so happy that they actually talked about it and, and approached the ele elephant in the room after because I'm like, man, this has to be on purpose. There's no way Ted Danson, an actor, does this bad of an Australian accent and they let it actually happen on TV. So when they went to the next scene and and they kind of joked about it, I was like, phew, because I was just about to be really, really unimpressed with Ted Danson. <laughs> Janet said it was spot on. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I mean, he gives some good advice to Chidi and says, you know, hey, maybe you need to help someone else and that will help you. So, yeah. But this is where we kind of get our first big surprise of, of the season. Sean is alive. And he's got his whole team trying to hack their way into the judging system. Meanwhile, he's pissed and he's putting everybody in cocoons and they're listening to that's Brian Adams, right? I will be right here waiting for you. For you. Is that Brian Adams? Uh, that is uh, actually, let me see. Hold on. I wrote it down. Good. Uh, not Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> uh, he had a new album. I huh? did write it down. I swear I wrote it down. Uh, Quick see. Google sesh. First one to put it yeah. in, uh, in the Facebook group yeah. gets uh, 20 good place points. Right? All right. Either way. I remember it was the song for uh, not one, but two of the proms that I went to in high school. <laughs> Whoa, you went to two proms? Kevin's Indeed so cool. Indeed I did. 
Yeah. Wow. I was I was a pity oh. date for the first one. <laughs> Richard Richard Marks. That's who it is. Richard Marks. That's there you I, go. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it wasn't that like the Robin Hood with Kevin Costner? Wasn't it? The I theme think you're song right. to that. It was like a big summer hit one year because it went cl- it went along with a movie, which used to be a whole thing. But it was on the radio, like literally every five seconds. I think you're right. So, yeah. Anyways, that was cool, and that was so. This is a whole thing. I mean, I wasn't sure if they were going to lock Sean in that room, if Sean was ever going to come back. I mean, just because of how involved he's been in the podcast and all that stuff, I kind of assumed, but. He was back in full force. All the demons, Glenn, everybody was there. He's cocooning everybody. He's a naughty bitch. <laughs> oh, did I tell did I did I tell you guys about that? So uh the good place Instagram was doing stories uh last week. I, there was some like behind the scenes thing, and it was sure. Manny and Mark Evan Jackson. And and Manny goes, you know what my favorite thing about working with this guy is? And he points at him, he goes, when I say I'm a naughty bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nice. Uh, Yeah, so lessons are not going great uh, in that Eleanor really doesn't understand and thinks that uh, Chipotle might be uh, Chipototl. Because of Aristotle, I <laughs> I can't argue with her. I mean, it makes sense. She's so confused. I mean, never in any of the iterations that we saw was she this confused about moral philosophy. Yeah, I think that's just mainly because she's not seeing it in action. She's not seeing the consequences of her actions True. in the quote-unquote good place, which turned out to be not so good. But still, to her, it was good. And to her, she was trying to reconcile her bad decisions now here on earth it's just like i could be good i could be bad still she could be bad because as a thank you to chidi she wants to buy him edibles and he's like please don't buy me drugs please don't buy me drugs like bread bert bert kreischer says always start off with half and then wait an hour and see if you need the rest. Okay. There, I had advice, there's Jules. something happened, man, this weekend. I don't Duly even want, noted. I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> Solid advice for Apparently our Apparently you do. Audience. Oh, anyways. Uh, so they're going uh, across campus, and she's telling him a story about breaking into Russell Crowe's house, which, mind <laughs> you, this is the second Russell Crowe reference in this show. Is it? Yeah, remember really? Tahani talked about uh, something about bad tempers, and she said, and I've seen Russell Crowe get the wrong tea order oh, okay. delivered yeah, by yeah. a waiter. So this is the second Russell Crowe reference in the show, and I I don't know if it's because they're in Australia. I don't know if the writers have some connection with him. I don't know. Weird. Weird and interesting, We're going to get a, a Crowe cameo. Oh, dude, if we get a Russell Crowe cameo in this show, oh, that would just do it for me. That would be so fantastic. I am writing to Michael Shore, and I'm telling him I want a Russell Crowe cameo. Um, but they run into Simone, and Eleanor recognizes that Chidi is failing to ask her out. He tells her to drop it, but of course, she goes and hijacks the MRI and forces awkward questions upon Chidi while he's in the machine getting his brain measured. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and then he finally di- does it. Like, hell yeah. Well, he kind of has no choice. I mean, basically they gang up on him. This was, and this was the part where I kind of realized the similarity between Simone and Eleanor in their personality. Because once Eleanor, the bad influence, comes in, they're they're both just really sarcastically jabbing at him in such an Eleanor way. I loved it. Yeah, they Hmm. could definitely be teammates. Those two. Sure. Yeah, they could. How do you think? Uh, we'll get to it at the end and then theories. Never mind. Just thinking ahead. Okay. Keep going. (laughs) So you do like her? That's not a question. (laughs) Or no, is that, so, uh, so you like her. That's not a question. You agree. It's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Michael and Janet are analyzing the results. Uh, Janet is happy, but Michael is not because he thinks that Eleanor and, Chidi need to be together. Janet points out, no, nah, there's plenty of iterations where they didn't get together, so on and so forth. Um, and he decides he needs to go back to Earth. 
Janet wonders if mommy will be mad about this <laughs> and that maybe that comes, daddy shouldn't go. <laughs> that comes out of nowhere. <laughs> so weird. So weird. It's fitting, though. It's fitting. It's fitting, <laughs> but it just was, I don't know, there was something so weird about it to me, and I can't even put my finger on it, but when she said it, it was just, I don't know, it hit me as just really very peculiar. I, I, I don't know. Didn't, I didn't I didn't dig it. I wasn't into it. It wasn't my thing. Um, so he goes and charms his way back under Earth with some decaf antimatter. And then he opens the door, which, eh, no big deal, right? Like, he's been through the door before, except for this is the opening of the door that allows Sean's hacker to get into the system. And now Sean can see what's going on. And what I love with all the hacking stuff, they're still using like super old school computers <laughs> and the, it's a green screen with the type, I don't know what letters, but it's just them typing and I'm like, that's how you know they're hackers. There yeah, I it's guess true. so. It's just like Angelina Jolie or something. It's just right? things that you and I don't even understand. They're just hacking. They were gleaming the cube, man. I'm not a computer <laughs> nerd. I'm a hacker. I prefer to be called a hacker. <clears throat> but everybody's cocooned at this point. He's, he doesn't need anybody. Sean's like, nope, you guys have all served your purpose. I don't need you. I don't need you. You're my assistant. I don't need you. You're cocooned as well. Shut up, Glenn. Eleanor and Chidi <laughs> are discussing the kind of failed date. Uh, Chidi thinks it went great. It was very chaste. And uh, Eleanor thinks that he chickened out because he really wanted to kiss her. Um, but this all brings an idea for a thesis. So they run straight to Simone. And even though there's some guy in the room, they both start yelling at her. And she basically, she thinks that's what they have in common. But Chidi says, no, we both had near death experiences. And I want to work with you on a project that analyzes near death experiences and their effects on ethics and behavioral ethics and all that kind of stuff which is just exactly what michael wanted this is just couldn't be set up more perfectly now that michael's on earth mm -hmm. and it had chidi coming to a conclusion sort of by himself so it is him essentially making a decision and that's kind of great for his character yeah not go only that for, but he makes chidi. a decision to kiss the girl just oh, yeah. like in the little mermaid i'm gonna do that right now is that okay <laughs> sure <laughs> Meanwhile, this kid's grandmother just died, and Eleanor goes, Yikes. read the room. What a downer. <laughs> oh, she really, in real life, she really is the worst. Yeah. Real mood ruiner. <laughs> read the room, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I couldn't believe she said it. I couldn't. I thought she was going to say something sympathetic towards him. But no, no. It's all about what's going on in Eleanor's circle. If you're not inside yeah, Eleanor's that's all that matters. sphere, forget about it. It doesn't even matter <laughs> to her. All right. So three weeks later, Tahani's on board. And I love that in this real world iteration, Eleanor and Tahani bond right away because Eleanor goes, eh, wasn't a really a big fan of Camila anyways. No offense. None Instant, taken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly best friends. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> it's so good. I know I, that was it couldn't have been set up more perfectly. So we flash back to Tahani's story. Um, she's giving away all of her clothes to Prince William, who's her goodwill because he married a commoner. He must know people that need clothes. Um, oh, boy. She flies Comfort Plus to a Buddhist monastery where she lives for quite a while to get away from everything. And I think it's funny that in the real world, Tahani is the half of the soulmate pair that ends up wearing the Buddhist monk uniform. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. cool. She became the the real Jianyu. Right. Jianyi. But then <laughs> the documentary crew shows up and they are douchey AF and gives Tahani this epiphany to write a book about getting out of the spotlight. And suddenly, and they don't ever say this, but the, the next, se next sequence that we see, I get the distinct impression that she has now actually eclipsed Camila. Camilla. Uh, Maybe. 
her fame I seems to be at like a pit. Dude, she's supposed to be the new Oprah. Do, I mean, can you get bigger right? than being? Okay. That was really what I thought. That, can you get okay. bigger on earth than being the new Oprah? That's that's no. probably the one sentence because, you know, in the writer's room, they were probably like, how can we make it seem like she is bigger, finally bigger than her sister? We have the Malcolm Gladwell quote. We have all this other stuff. How are we going to make this seem legit? And the Oprah quote did bring it over the top. So, yes, I, I was going to say, I don't know, because Camilla has done so much and we get, you know, all the stuff from her parents. We'd never cut to her parents and how they feel about it, but whatever. Uh, probably still not enough for them. But yeah, I think she has sort of overshadowed her sister. Which is impressive. And that brings in our famous investor, Gordon Indigo. Jeez. <laughs> These names are great. They are great. <laughs> I love the names. So yeah, Gordon Indigo is trying to convince Tahani to to just continue to market herself because clearly that's what she's doing, right? This is all for the fame. She's not really helping anybody. She's just marketing herself. Same as me. We're the same. I paint golf balls and tell them that they're helping people. And I sell the crystal that stops erectile dysfunction and all this other stuff. <laughs> and he's got her feeling so insecure about what she's doing. And of course, at that very minute, her assistant gets a call from a professor in some random university. And she doesn't have any time for that. If you want to know a little more, you can go on her, what do they call it? Uh, Enlightenment Cruise featuring Deepak Chopra and Will I Am. Oh, man. Because if I think Sounds of two great. wise modern day philosophers, of course I think of Deepak Chopra. And of course I think of the leader of the Black Eyed Peas. He's doing some cool well, stuff. Yeah. They, they're they like one and the same. I don't think anybody's ever seen them in the same room together. Uh, so okay, yeah. I think we have a Superman-Clark Kent situation <laughs> going on. That may- in that I think they should meet. I don't I don't think they're the same person. Oh, okay. <laughs> so fun. that brings us back to, to present day because, at, again, in that moment, how could Tahani, who's insecure about you know what she's doing, turn down an offer to help people? That's all she wanted to know. Will it help people? And Chidi goes, yeah, I think it will. Um, and, of course, he was prompted to call her by a professor he'd never heard of, uh, Professor Brainman. Oh, of course, you know. James Indigo, <laughs> Professor Brainman. Yeah, he's trying. <laughs> Michael's trying. He's trying so hard. Oh, so Eleanor offers Tahani to uh, stay with her, uh, but then goes, well, I don't know, with your whole thing, maybe maybe that's not the best idea because in her motel, the sofa pulls out and that's just not a real Tahani thing. Um so, Michael is now dressed as Zach Pizzazz. Oh, boy. My year oh, started God. about a year ago. So, yeah, Michael runs into Jason as Zach Pizzazz, uh, and Jason recounts his last year. And what a year it's been, because Michael busted him out of the safe that he was dying in. And, of course, there's two posters right in front of him. When he says he needs to change his life, one of the posters says, change your life, Jacksonville University. The other one says, win a dance competition. And of course, Jason grabs the win a dance competition poster because he didn't even see the other one. I'm kind of curious what Jason would have studied in community college. Dance. Oh, okay. Cool. (laughs) That was easy. All right. Next. (laughs) EDM theory. Ooh, uh, yeah, right. appreciation if, if that's a class. Um, anyways, sure. so now we see Jason in front of his dance crew, which is just 60 Jasons all whopping, going together. And he just gives the most impassioned speech that Jason can give about changing your life through dance and about thinking about dance 24-7. And what was that logic? You had to think about it for seven minutes a day for 24 straight days, or was it 24 minutes a day for seven? I, what the Four heck? Four minutes for seven, 20, yeah, yes, yeah, all that. <laughs> but we do... He had to 420 while you were thinking there about you it. Go. Seven, what, uh, whatever. <laughs> we do see Jason in this sort of leadership role, 
and he in essence he has he has it but he's just not smart enough he's passionate he has enough passionate you know passion to be this leader but it's just not working out man <laughs> but what does it say about these people that jason is their leader okay yeah definitely Oof, wow so and they're actual- all just committed to crime <laughs> Apparently, that's, <laughs> that's their thing. That's the thing. Don't for some other dance crew that's also a criminal syndicate. I don't know. Don't do crime. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do crime. Whatever the heck that even means. And he's he's putting a he's putting a foot down on the, on the doing of crime, which causes about twenty people to leave, um, including what was that? What was the name of the guy? Uh, uh, Donkey, Donkey Dong Doug. Doug. Yeah, so Donkey Doug is out, and then twenty people follow Donkey Doug, but it's okay because they still got forty people, and then they start dancing. And you know what? It wasn't that bad. It's not bad. Like I, was, I I've seen. Worse. I don't watch a lot of that stuff, but I watch them, and I'm like, dude, that's not too bad. And when they start saying that. Nobody in this competition has ever gotten a perfect score. I actually kind of thought that things were going to go well. I thought they might get a perfect score. But no, Dance Dance Resolution has been disqualified (laughs) because there's a freaking team limit of eight people and they walked out there with 40. I, you know what? I've been there. I went to trivia night. We had, we had seven people. There was a six person limit. I felt so bad. So you, but you, but you kicked the other person out of the group and you got down to the limit, right? (laughs) But you found that out before. No, we won. We won completely. And then I walked up and said, yeah, I know the limit's six. We had seven. And he went, oh, okay, here's second prize. <laughs> wow. Oh, but not Jason. Jason just continues to enter them into contests with this 40-person dance crew. <laughs> and they continue to get disqualified or lose or whatever happens until the one competition where everybody gets disqualified because of violence. <laughs> Something happened. <laughs> who knew, who we knew know. that competitive street dancing was such a group of violent uh, individuals? But Jason's like, dude, just go back to crime. It's all good. We we can't do it. And then, of course, he goes back to crime, And he, but he shouldn't be arrested because he was doing it to pay rent for the studio space for his dance crew. And really, you don't arrest people if they have a good reason, right? What? Well, yeah. Is that how that works? Okay. Uh, that is not how that works, oh, just so we're clear. No, that's man. how it works. Oh, so somehow, oh yeah, Jason gets out of jail because Pillboy uh, bailed him out. And they go for a oh. drink. And I love that Pillboy just says how great, great Jason is. Man, you got such dreams. You're just always doing it, man. And you've got to have done all this great stuff. And all I can do is get fake Vicodin from people at the nursing home and jason's like dude i'm really not that great outside of finding a foot on the beach i have no truly great accomplishments because finding a foot on the beach was a truly great accomplishment in florida it is Oh, okay yeah it really is like that's the highlight of his life for good reason and then he's telling this story to Zach Pizzazz, and then he's telling Zach Pizzazz that he met Zach Pizzazz, and that he's telling a story to Zach Pizzazz, and then Michael has to remind him that yes, I'm, we're here, we've caught up, Jason, we're 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 at the beginning or the end again, whatever, yeah. <sighs> but Jason does realize uh, that he's no longer fulfilled by dance. And Michael relates to this because you know what? He used to roll with the crew. They were called the demons. He finally has. I've heard of them. (laughs) He has that connection again with Jason. It's like the weirdest thing, but I love it. He just, he always just finds a way to like get Jason's wording, hear it a little differently. And it just all makes sense. And it's It's true. Oh, it's like Michael, you're absolutely right, Jules. It's like Michael literally hears a different thing than the rest of us when Jason speaks. <laughs> yeah. That's... I don't know how the synapses in his demon brain work, but they're firing in a different capacity. That They're wired fundamentally different. Uh, so, yeah. So, he's like, yeah, I used to roll with the demons, and, and now I'm trying to do something better with my life. And, and you can do something better with your life, too. 
And Jason's like, yeah, I'll go meet these people. But can we do this in a little bit? Because I just realized I got a fake laxative. (laughs) Yeah, go. Just go. (laughs) So Michael goes back. Mission accomplished. He he got Jason to, to go to Australia. And he meets the doorman. And he gives him a gift. He gives him a frickin'. Well, we would call it a, a coffee mug or a coffee container, but for the, in this iteration, it's it's for antimatter to keep it hot, and it's got a frog on it, and the doorman goes zonkatronics over it. I'm a hundred percent certain that is not a specialty coffee mug for antimatter, and I really want to see the results <laughs> when they attempt to use it. Yeah, you think Michael doesn't realize how like earth metals translate? to the afterworld realm. <laughs> I really, I, I think this is going to be spectacular. I hope I'm nowhere near it when it <laughs> happens. Uh, everyone's going to die. Uh, and I'm on board. But the guy goes nuts. He's like, oh, it's a frog. Oh, man, look at the frog. Oh, look, he looks like he's a jumper. He's a real jumper, that one. You can tell. He just goes, he goes Zonkatronics, to use a Kardashian word, on oh yeah over that that thing and again i don't think they'd make that big a deal of this if it's not going to come into play later so, so yeah something's going to happen with the doorman where the key the whole deal yeah i love it yeah i love it so jen comes back to talk to janet and michael and uh janet asks acts really weird she's not suspicious at all um but Jen wants to check in on the humans and Janet saves the day by convincing her to watch the other Mark Harmon TV show. Because according to the feelings of 8 million women on Earth, this will scratch your itch. All right. <laughs> and that was our binge watch. Yeah. How, how can it not? <laughs> that was our authentic Janet moment. Right? Like yeah. that's old school Janet right there. Mm-hmm. Just Crazy trying to fulfill people's needs. <laughs> Yeah, and using that weird ungodly power to like peer into the minds of seven million horny women. <laughs> oh, and it worked. So she, she doesn't even think about the humans. She's like, new Mark Harmon show? I'm on it. I can go check that out. So she does. And then we're at the MRI machine, and everybody is relating to this MRI machine in a super weird way. Like Tahani talks about, uh, who was it? Uh, was it Gwyneth Paltrow or somebody... Nicole Kidman, somebody has this chamber yes. and yeah. she, she was in know. it and and Eleanor lost her virginity in a tanning bed and, and what was Jason's deal? <laughs> Something about a coffin? I don't know. Um, but they all relate to it in a really weird way and of course Simone's like, I can't wait to get inside these people's brains. They're crazy! But, <laughs> wait. Like an infomercial, there's more. Someone else has joined the study and even Michael goes, something's afoot. I have a weird vibe. And who Something's comes around the corner? On. Who comes around the corner? But Trevor Fremulon. Oh. oh. I love him. I love it. You know what? The the, the guy doing the, the uh, documentary in the, the monastery earlier, he reminded me of Adam yeah. Scott so much that it made me wish Adam Scott was in this episode. <laughs> and then boom. I think I made you, that you happen. Willed it. I think I willed that into existence. Yeah manifested it so yeah so he's here on earth he's dressed as a nerd like he's got the the khakis (laughs) and and the and the polo is he's there on sean you have to assume right like he's there on sean's orders yeah oh he is yeah and they don't know him no and what's michael gonna (gasps) do because michael can't go down there because then he's going to like tip his hand he doesn't know that sean knows so he's going to tip his hand and then sean's going to go to the judge like so michael can't even interfere right like i I mean can you think of a way i don't know i don't know yes yes i can what do you got but we'll save that for the predictions do you want you want to do it now Um, let's go yeah do it let's 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 get into it let's do the predictions tim you harping on the key and the key not being able to be duplicated I think that's our way. I think Michael has to duplicate that key, okay. but the key is made from the first atoms ever. Right. I think we need 
to murder Jen. What? I think we need to make a key <laughs> out of Jen. Where'd she get her name? She got her name from hydrogen because it was the only thing around. I think Jen has a connection to the key. And I think we need to kill Jen to get back to like Earth. A, like killing Janet. Yeah. Dude. But then... Uh, so... Yeah, but then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So who rules uh, on the case? Is Michael now yeah, in charge? What's, what's happening? We could have just killed her at the beginning in the first place. Could have saved us whole right? season. No, <laughs> no, no Janet's no. going to become the new Jen. You don't see. You don't She's save. Play a, Jen. You don't save us from a season. You give us a season, Jules. The good place is a gift. You just give us an extra For season. Sure. <laughs> uh, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Man, dude, I didn't even think about that. There, but there's, yeah, there's just so many complications. There's something there. If it's not that you kill her, it's that you have right. to take, like, her toy from when she was a kid. Yeah. Or, like, you have to do something Michael's gonna, related uh, to her. Michael's going to snip off some of her robe. He has to go in on a stealth mission and take off some of her robe. Like, or snip get a, off the, the tail. a strand of his hair, her hair like he's mixing some polyjuice potion or something. That too, yeah. Yeah, oh, but man. okay. So we may. Kevin says we may need some of Jen's atoms to make a duplicate key. That's a thing out there. So, so take so that maximum, Derek's. He makes the duplicate, and then what? Like, does he lock the door? Does he take like what? So what does he do with the key? Or you kill the doorman? No, I like the doorman. Yeah, we don't. We don't want. Yeah, I like, I like I, we don't want to kill him. Okay. So, yeah, so I was thinking that maybe they would get the key and and because you can't duplicate it, he locks the door so nobody can get into Earth. So he goes down there. It's him and Trevor, but nobody else from the afterlife can get in. Yeah, but he can't get out because he has the button and the doorman like I. So maybe it's that he has to duplicate the key to get back. Oh, without the doorman maybe. knowing if the doorman's distracted maybe. And, and is that the only door because then trevor would have had to go through it as well that's no? true but sean could have forged maybe. something or maybe sean has the power because sean remember sean's power, a boss yeah, paper so yeah he so he could write the paperwork for trevor now mm. what is trevor doing down there like, what's his role up. i know but how like well, I, He's going to get them to hate each other because they're going to corrupt They can them. inherently hate each other. They right, have the true. the powers to hate each other. <laughs> it's not that but, hard. But they also have the powers to make each other better. So I really hope that he starts getting better. Oh, like I hope he messes with them, but they start doing nice things for him because they don't know any better because they don't recognize him. And he suddenly starts like learning ethics. Yeah, that could be the other I think I said it or some we we discussed it like last episode where we don't know if Michael is going to be the only one like if he wants to change everything he may need somebody else to help so Trevor might be that other demon to finally change over the entire system so by the end well, of the season could, they could flip even be... him and then he joins yep. team cockroach and he and Michael work from the inside to change the whole Good place, bad place yeah. thing. Yeah. And we get the whole, like, the whole system is in shambles now because demons can become better. Why can't humans? Spoiler alert, they can. Ooh. I like it. There's a lot going on. And I'm excited that we're finally on season three. This is only episode one. Two, one, and two. I don't know. One, whatever. <laughs> Wash them. And, and this is, we already have all this crazy stuff going. Okay, so you guys... You guys on the other end, what do you think of these theories? What are your theories? Um, it's it's officially Monday now, so you can start talking about them uh, out in the open because next Thursday we're going to do a spoiler thread again for that episode. And then Monday is when you're released, when you can go outside of the spoiler thread and you can talk about it out in the open. And anybody who hasn't watched, well, I have some sympathy for you, but you're not maximizing your Derekness if you haven't watched it by Monday. Sure. So, uh, yeah, that's the new predictions segment. That's what we're going to do every week. Uh, the next thing we have is Jules. We have a couple more reviews. So we want to kick right. those off. Let's, yeah, let's get through these, uh, real quick. If you want to leave us a review on iTunes, go to everything is fine or wherever you're listening to the podcast, 
Um, go ahead and leave us a review there. We read some of these. Uh, Katie, we read yours last week. And there's another one by Gritty Films. And uh, I can't read the whole title. Let's see. The Mystery Flavored Shrimp of Podcasts. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> I accept. Uh, give us five stars. I just discovered the show The Good Place and binge watched it with my boyfriend in a week. To hold me over until season three, I started listening to this podcast as well as the official NBC Good Place podcast. Oh, okay. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I hands down prefer everything is fine. Oh, yeah. The official podcast is fun, supplemental listening, like saltines between tastings, but everything is fine is a full on dessert that holds you over for a while after dinner, like mystery flavor shrimp from a shrimp dispenser. Eh, that might be a bad comparison, but this podcast is amazing. <laughs> that took me on an adventure. That was wild. That was I like that ride. one because it was poetic. It had some twists and turns. <laughs> it was a little bit like an episode of The Good Place. By the end, you're yeah. like, wow, that's not where I thought I was going from here. <laughs> uh, we have one more from Calamity Kid gave us a five stars. And then uh, they put, my life is fork complete. Just sitting here waiting for my cocaine and loving this podcast. Fills the void in between seasons. Thanks, guys. <laughs> super short, super sweet. Thank you so much. We do appreciate your iTunes reviews. And then again, that helps other Maximum Derricks find our podcast and get listening. And hey, why don't... Okay, we have a new shirt. Again, I'm going to say it right now. We have a new shirt. Big Derek Energy. Up right now in the merch store. NerdyThingsPod.com If you post somewhere... In the Facebook group, in use the hashtag Maximum Derricks. If you send our podcast link to 10 people, 10 friends, post a screenshot or something, and I'll uh, I'll send you a shirt. Whoa. Whoever, what? It, is, whoever it is, I'll send That's you a, crazy. a good place shirt. Uh, just you can text it to 10 friends. You could send it to 10 people on DM or whatever. Just say, hey, check out this podcast. If you do that, send us screenshots. And uh, I'll get you a shirt. Uh, uh, everything is fine shirt. Whichever one you want. And we'll have a couple of new shirts because I'm almost done with the official Maximum Derrick's shirt. Whoa. Boom. So we got some good stuff. Another. Uh, this isn't a review, but Christine uh, wrote this in the discussion group. And this is the one that really made me cry. So I want to read it. Uh, you did it. Way to go on catching up and maintaining the excitement for the past few months without new episodes. I am so excited to watch season three and my fellow Maximum Derricks. I love that people are owning the community. Like they're taking ownership of this group of people and I love it. My fellow Maximum Derricks, you guys are fun and relatable and it is like I am discovering the episode over again each listen, which has been a real treat. I have also really enjoyed this community and look forward to it growing. As such a super fan of you guys and the show... Thanks for not counting me out, even though I listen to the other podcast. Winky emoji. <laughs> it, like the show, is great. However, I listen to both for very different reasons. Theirs is a geek out behind the scenes. Yours is a comfortable and attainable and smart and brave and organic and hysterical and out of context. Your podcast is truly for the fans, from the fans, and will only get better and grow as lovers of the good place look for a community. Thanks again, and look forward to season three. We'll look forward no more, because it's here. And here we are. And you guys are there. Uh, the Maximum yeah. Derricks on the Facebook discussion group. So if you're listening, but you're not involved yet, that's what you're missing out on. That type of community. So go search Everything is Fine on Facebook and join us there. Go to www.nerdythingspod.com for our episodes, as well as link to the merch that we just talked about. Um, Jules is dropping a shirt tomorrow. I'm hoping to drop a shirt tomorrow, but within the next couple of days, both of those will be on sale. For how long do they stay on sale, sale for, Jules? Uh, for Is like it? three days, they're going to be $4 off. So I think they're only going to be like $16 as opposed to like close to 20 or so. Yeah. So check it out over the next you know few days. If you want a shirt, now's a great time to jump on it. But T Public does do sales, so it's not the end of the world. But we'd love for you to get it now. Uh, if you send out the link to 10 people... Jules will give you a shirt. So there you go. Because he's a good person. I think. I'm trying Maybe. I'm trying to get my points back, man. <laughs> Me and Kevin, we've shown that we are in the bad place definitely. So I'm just trying to get some good points. And uh no we, no we doubt, are no on doubt, no Instagram doubt. at Everything's Fine Podcast and of course at Nerdy Things Pod anywhere there's a social media. And don't forget Nerdy Things Pod Productions and all of its associated podcasts are all part of the famous original podcast network. You can go to fopnet.biz 
and check out all of the other cool podcasts that we're associated with and go listen to them because they're cool. They like us. That makes them cool automatically. And we like them, which makes <laughs> them even cooler. Once again, that's fopnet.biz. So guys, just so glad you're on this journey with us. So glad we're finally caught. We're finally caught up. We're doing season three. Give us your predictions. Give us your thoughts. But as always, have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye. Bye.